All right, everybody. Welcome to episode four of the Ride of Your Life podcast. It is I, Donnie, joined by Ryan, and a very special guest with us this evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. It is Miss Katie Kreiner of Katie's Coasters. How you doing, Katie? I'm doing good. How are you? We're doing great. So, um... Thank you all so much for joining us today, and we're looking forward to uh, what we have in store here uh, for this episode. So, um, Ryan, do you have anything you want to start us off with? Um, so, basically, nah. Actually, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We already messed up. <laughs> Sounds good. As we go through this um, podcast today, we get to just um, learn about Katie and just one of our awesome team members here on the Ride of Your Life Ministries. Um, we'll start off by asking just some fun questions and then get into a little bit of her testimony and her story. And um, like we said to each other as we started this, it's just going to be fun, relaxed. As you all know by the past few episodes, um, yeah, it's live. So anything can happen. So... We'll just roll with it and um, just let the Lord lead through us and just let's have a good time as well. So, all right, Miss Katie, uh, we're going to start with a few questions here. Ryan, if you want to ask some of those, um, we'll right. go from there. So, one of the questions we came up with for you is like, what is your favorite color? And I thought, you know, maybe favorite color would be just a little bit too like narrow and broad of a question at the same time. So we're going to take it a step further and say, what is your favorite color scheme on a roller coaster? Oh, easily Fury 325. Easily. Mm-hmm. I love that and, one. And then the lights at night are just absolutely gorgeous. It's gorgeous, Probably, yeah. I mean, I'd say up there with Lightning Rod at night, one of the best plazas there is. Yeah. Super mm-hmm. neat. And then our next question for you is like, what is your favorite food or restaurant? Like, hmm. it's your birthday, dinner, you know, your parents are going to let you choose where you want to go, your friends, whatever. You're getting it on the house. Doesn't matter how much it costs. Where are you going? Okay. Hmm. I love all sorts of food, so this is definitely tricky. But um, normally I go to, like, Outback for, like, a steakhouse. Ooh. So for, like, dinner, that is. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could get behind that. I, uh, I personally prefer Texas Roadhouse steak based on the experiences I've had. But they are good. good. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty good. Okay, how do you get your steak though? I get it medium. Medium. Okay. Yeah. Nice people. Yeah. Just a little bit of pink. Not too. <laughs> not too rare. Not too done. It's got to be just right. Yep. Yeah. All right. So next question is going to be: What is your favorite movie? Okay, so I used to watch movies a lot, but I've stepped down a little bit. But um, probably The Greatest Showman. I don't know if you've seen That's it, a good but one. I like that Actually, one. Actually, I haven't seen it, but if wow. I had a dollar for every time I heard it at King's Island, <laughs> I would be. I'd probably have a hundred dollars. Wow. And I could probably spend it on one trip to the grocery store. <laughs> All right, and then the next question is, who is your favorite band slash musical artist? 
Hmm. And I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to let you answer first. Okay. So, artist alone, I would say Tarn Wells. Yep, but then, like, yeah. But then band, I've been really loving for King and Country. So. I knew it. Yeah. I, I yeah. Was like, one, two. <laughs> I was like, it was going to be one of those two. Yeah, you got it. Both of them. Yeah, they're All great. All right. Do you, you got any favorite songs from each one? Um, Tarn Wells, I like Famous Four. And then I like Perfect Peace, Trenches, King and Country. I like Fix My Eyes, Proof of Your Love, Relate. Proof There's so many good love ones. Proof of Your Love is yeah. one of my favorite songs of It's so all powerful. Time. That's the song. Yeah. I remember being like 16. And, you know, I started out with just Christian rock. But then when I branched out into like Matthew West and Colton Dixon and some contemporary artists, that was one of the very first songs I heard on Christian radio. And that's what got me into For King and Country was that song. Yeah, it's great. So, that is a very good song. And, uh, mm-hmm. all right, the flagship question, probably, of this whole podcast, <laughs> what is your number one? <laughs> I, I, I know it. Johnny knows it. Most yeah. of you anyone, should know it. Anyone that brought, like, you brought to this podcast knows what you're going to say. But, yeah. what is your number one roller coaster? My number one roller coaster is also known as the world's tallest roller coaster. It is King the Ka at Six Flags Great yep. Adventure. Yep. I love it. Knew that was coming. Yeah. And then let, let's follow that up with, what is your favorite park you've been to? Now, this okay. is a very subjective question because some people look at family park, amusement yeah. park, straight thrills, theming. I so know. I guess I'll kind of I'll kind of put a part two. Okay. What, what do you look for in a park first? And then you can answer that. Follow that up with your favorite park. Okay, so when I go to a park, I like to have theming, and then I also like thrill rides. So that leads to my favorite park. Currently, my favorite park is Silver Dollar City. I love that park so much. It was just, it blew me away. Um, the theming was great, and then the coasters were just awesome, too. So Awesome. Yeah, because Silver Dollar City is a park I have actually never been to yet. I have been Same. to its sister park, Dollywood. Yeah, I love Dollywood, Three times, too. technically, two trips. Love Dollywood, especially the way they do their Christmas. And yeah. it's actually Katie herself, along with a couple other friends of mine, they're like, you have to go to Silver Dollar City for the yeah. Christmas event because no one does better. So it's yeah, on the list to I've get heard. there. I think the goal for me personally this year is to get there during the summer slash fall to at least visit the park, ride the rides, get like its normal feel, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then... The secondary goal is to go back another time during Christmas, whether that be this year or the following year. It's going to happen yeah. at some point. Um, Got to ride so, yeah, that fire in the hole. Really awesome. Oh, I know. One yeah. last time. <laughs> yep. I got to check that ride out, see what it's all about. It was pretty fun. Pretty fun. Was it pretty fire? Oh, it was pretty Thanks. fire, yeah. <laughs> uh, puns. All right. There we go. Right. By the way, we have board. a soundboard. <laughs> Pretty high tech. Love this yep. new software. All right. So the our last question. Oh, no, it's not our last question. Can I actually what answer that? Random- Hold on. Can I answer that question again? Because um, Silver Dollar City was like my themed park. That's my favorite theme park, you could say. But also um, before that, it was Cedar Point because the coasters are just so good in my opinion so I don't want to leave that out because for coasters it's Cedar Point but for everything else it's Silver Dollar City so just wanted to clarify I was ready to go she's like but wait there's more (laughs) yeah all right so our next question for you is going to be 
what's a random fact about yourself or facts? You know, we're not going to limit you to just one. Okay. You, know, you can just... Okay, so I love to interior decorate and design, like, especially with rooms and stuff. I love doing that. I've done my whole entire room, all the designing. So I love doing that stuff. And then I also love NHRA drag racing. I don't know for those of you who follow me or not, but on my channel and Instagram, I do um, some things regarding that, and I just love the thrill of drag racing. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. That is awesome. And this is funny. Uh, she is also one of the two human beings out of all the human beings I've met on Earth that dislikes chocolate. Is that true? That is Ooh. true. <laughs> that yep. is so not too big of a chocolate. And I mean that in the most literal way. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's no wonder why she's not a big fan of Hershey Park because I know I often yep. <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna follow up these questions. The next two questions are going to help us kind of branch into the rest of the interview and that is what is your favorite bible verse or book or both okay i'll do both um my favorite verse i know this one's pretty common but i just feel this one fits me still alone uh philippians 4 13 i can do all things through christ who strengthens me that one just really right, speaks and, to me and then my favorite uh, book what oh go on it Okay, favorite going. book is Proverbs. I've just really loved yeah. that. Um, it has a lot of good truths. I mean, they all have truths, but like that one just speaks yeah. to me, and I like that one. Okay, Katie. So you said Philippians four thirteen is your favorite verse, and yeah. I think I know why this verse speaks so much to you. And I don't know if it would be quite as epic if I give this away or not. But one thing about Katie that you will learn with her testimony is that. She has dealt with scoliosis from a pretty young age, right? You were in yeah, junior 11, high when you were diagnosed? 11, 11 years, years old. old. So not even yeah. junior high. That's crazy. So, Katie, we're kind of going to let you take the front seat on this interview, and we're just going to ride along. And if you would just like to share your story with us and what God's done in your life and how faithful he has been and just, okay, you know, it can go from just the scoliosis itself or you know, how you got into YouTube and how you started doing that at such a young age. Just, we really just want to hear your story. So we're going to give Katie the front seat here and we're going to let her share what God's done. Okay. So basically I'm just going to share a little bit about my scoliosis story. Um, back, what was it like three years, 2019, actually, when I was 11 um, in November, we were actually about to go away on a trip, actually a cruise, which was very exciting. Um, but then I came up with this cold slash sickness, and we didn't know what it was. It was really bad. It was like an upper respiratory cough um, disease thing. I don't know what you call it. Um, so we went to the doctors and got it checked out, and they're like, okay, let's just take an x-ray to see if you have pneumonia or whatever. And I did not have pneumonia pneumonia thankfully but I did have scoliosis whenever they checked the x-ray they're like oh but your spine is actually curved so I had no idea what that meant and I was just kind of I want to say scared but I was just kind of unsure and I'm like oh okay so he said I have scoliosis and he said you're gonna have to do something about it because it's kind of moderate and we you need to get something figured out with this since you're still growing so he said to go up to Hershey to get some um, info on bracing and to fix the curvature. So just a few months later, then we went up to Hershey, which was like in December of 
December of 2019. So we went up, and then they got me fitted for a brace. So the next time I went back, which was in January, I had a brace. Then I started wearing that every day for about 19 hours for the next year until I had to grow until I grew out of that brace, and then I got um, another brace. But through the whole journey. Um, I just kept praying and being faithful and took it a day at a time because the doctors were like, um, the brace isn't actually going to make it better. It's just going to solve it or keep it from getting worse. And I was like, God, you're bigger than this. I know you can show the doctors what you can do with your miracle working power. So I just kept praying and had faith in him that he would just show the doctors what he can do through this. And uh, just a few weeks, or not a few weeks, um, about a few months later when we got the next x-ray, um, with the brace on, they actually showed me that the spine did lessen its curve, and they were just shocked. They were like, wow, how did this happen? This has never happened before. This is amazing. So they were really excited to see that the the curvature of the spine did lessen. And then, like I said, I got a second brace because I grew out of the first one. So then I wore that one for a year and a half later uh, for, like I said, 19 hours a day, which was some days hard, but we got through it. Um, and yeah, he just helped me each and every day, and then he led me to back to September of 2022, whenever I actually got discharged fully from wearing a back brace, which is such a praise. I'm still praising God for that, awesome. um, because he brought me through the whole journey. I feel that he brought the journey to me just to show me how um, he can bring me through anything if I just have my faith in him. So um, yeah, I'm very happy and thrilled with the results. My back is a lot a lot better so that's really amazing but uh it's just the journey that i think god really showed to me that he can do anything if we just ask for him so and, and then and i and yeah go so ahead. no go ahead. um okay so along with that um i'd say about the first or second year probably the first year into it i also had my youtube channel so i was like hey i'm just going to share a little bit about this on my channel and kind of bring it up i was like no one's actually going to watch this it's not going to be that big of a deal to someone else because it's just me. And I was like, I don't know. So I made a few videos about it and just how other people with the same problem, scoliosis, can um, stay faithful and just tips to help them. And those videos actually are some of my best on my channel. One has 10,000 views, some have 5,000. Um, it's just really amazing to see God work in that area too, um, helping others with the same issue. Okay, Katie, so you were at a young age, at age 11. That was obviously a real pivotal, a pivotal moment for like not only your uh, physical growth, but your mental development. You know, you're just a young girl growing up, and you know, at that age, you probably didn't even know what scoliosis meant. And for those of you that are watching, uh, your spine, if it is not intact like it's supposed to be, can actually mess with some of your organs inside of you and make you sick. I'm not a doctor, but I just know that, and that's a fact of life. And one thing I wanted to ask for people of any age or any challenge they're going through that could probably assimilate, uh, did you go through any like dark moments or moments of fear? I mean, de there's definitely like, you definitely had that whole journey, but like, was that scary to start with, especially? You know, being told like, "Hey, your back's not normal." <laughs> was it was it also painful too? Um, yeah. When he told me that, I about teared up because I'm like, "What does this mean? Like, what am I gonna have to do? How long is this gonna last?" I was just so unsure, but I just 
um, kept trusting God that he would lead me through, so I didn't try to get overly worked up about it, but, um, yeah. So, like, was there ever a point, I mean, obviously that's fresh when you were age 11, mm -hmm. was there ever a point where it ever got painful or difficult during that process? For me, honestly, it didn't, thankfully. I know a lot of other people with the same scoliosis, like, issue, they said they had so much pain, but for me, honestly, the pain, I didn't really feel any, so... Either I just fought through it, or I was just blessed to not have much pain. <laughs> right. And, you know, obviously there's that. And, I mean, you grew up homeschooled, so mm -hmm. at least, I mean, there's definitely still moments where what it was definitely probably embarrassing to go out in public and, you know, you have these different braces that you have to keep cycling yeah. through. And, you know, was that ever, like, a challenge for you? Like, you know, trying not to make a fool out of yourself walking around with there did you just kind of own it you know this is what i'm going through and this is what the lord's bringing me to like did it ever even in that age did it bring opportunities to like maybe even witness to other people during your struggles yeah so it really didn't bother me too much i was just like nothing i can do about it i'm just gonna wear it and not worry about it um and thankfully it fit me pretty tight and i did wear it like really tight so you could hardly even notice i was wearing anything thank underneath thankfully but um yeah, um, I've had many people, though, on those scoliosis videos comment and ask, like, how to wear it with confidence and not, like, be embarrassed by it. And I just was able to witness to them through comments, which was um, so cool. But, um, yeah. That is amazing. And so this is kind of one of the questions I had, and maybe some of you guys are having this question. So, first of all, Katie, how old are you? You're 14 now, right? Yeah, 14, going to be 15 in April. So this is all this is all still pretty recent, and you've done how many coasters now? 180. 180. Wow. So she's a little ahead of me, and I'm 22 <laughs> and a half years old. So that's remarkable, not only just because you're that young, but you were actively, you know, what... You got into coasters probably the end of 12, 13 years old, right? If I remember um, correctly. Well, like, officially in the community, you mean? Like, as an enthusiast? No, like, just as, like, when you started riding. Riding? Them. Okay, yes. I was, like, six years old. Holy crap. Okay, so yeah. let's backtrack here. <laughs> you know, you're riding coasters at six years old. Yeah. I can't even think about that. That was great. When I you get to, it. like, age 10, yeah. you know... Age 10, you're probably able to ride most rides, right? Oh, yeah. I think I was nine. Nine was like the big age I could ride everything, and I was super excited. Okay, so you're age nine. Yeah. You know, you're not in the community, but you just love all these rides so much. Yeah. And it's something you're passionate about. It's a way for you to get fresh air. Was that ever impeded with by the scoliosis process that you went through from age 11 to I think it cut off at late 13, right? Yeah, late 14. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, so, um, not really. Like, going into it, I was ultimately worried about coasters, like how it would affect coasters. I'm like, am I going to have to wear a brace on coasters? I'm like, is that going to be painful? Um, then learning the ins and outs, I'm like, no. For those days, I just take it off a few hours early. Um, so that's what I did, but... Yeah, it really didn't affect me much, so thankfully I got to ride my coaster still. <laughs> and that's just that's just showing like 
God was able to show you like his light and I mean I'm sure there was dark moments for sure and that he was still going to guide you and lead you and it's just now this isn't a promise that no one as a Christian is ever going to go through pain because we are called to suffering Mm -hmm. but the best thing is that in your story like you didn't end up experiencing that pain because of just God's goodness and I truly believe that that was his healing power, his healing touch, and just a testimony to how living and alive our God is. Yeah. And just the fact that you were able to witness to doctors and uh, I forget the name of people in that field that work with backs and stuff, but... Yeah, I can't know, remember either. <laughs> all, of these, all of these medical professionals that are just blown away because of God's faithfulness. And they all knew, like... You know, this is a miracle, and it had to come yeah. from one place, and it didn't come from us. And it yeah. didn't come from this, you know, at that time, 12, 13-year-old girl. Like, it had to come from God. So yeah. that is a huge just praise. And then, you know, the fact you're still able to ride roller coasters in the process, like, God was really showing you his blessings through that. And yeah. that is just, it's so awesome just to see God's faithfulness in some t- some of our moments where we kind of just might overthink things, you know, even me, you know, I'm almost twice your age, which is pretty hard to believe. And, you know, when you've got people that just overthink the smallest things, like maybe even the older you get, like relationships with people, whether it be boy, girl, or just like, you know, parents or whatever it may be, or like homework and things like that, you know, it's just so amazing that if we just let God take control of things and we just breathe, it would just do us wonders. And I think it did you the most. And the fact that you already knew Jesus at that young of an age, how incredible is that? Because if I was that age and I didn't know Jesus, especially with like my Asperger's, which triggers some pretty severe anxiety, it would definitely make things very difficult. So that's just incredible. Yeah, it's just crazy to look back on it and see how God was working through each bit of it. Like, times came and we're like, I don't know what the answer is to this, but God, you do know. And it's just crazy looking back and seeing all that he's done. And it's just amazing. So Great. And now let's uh, let's take a minute here to talk about, you know, your YouTube journey and content creating. Because when I was seven years old, which is when you started YouTube, right? Yep, seven years old. When I was seven, like, man, I had some issues. I, I mean, too many to count. I'll talk about them more in my own testimony episode when we get to it. But, you know, you're seven years old. Like, what inspired you at such a young age to, first of all, start a YouTube channel? And then I'll follow that up with how were you able to do that at such a young age? Okay, so yeah, um... YouTube was just like something I always wanted to do when I was younger. I don't really know why. Looking back, I wanted to do it. Um, But I always just looked up to other YouTubers that I used to watch, like that did toy reviews when I was younger. And I was just like, hey, I want to do that. I want to make my own channel and do the same thing. So I had my dad help me a little along the way um, at the beginning of it, because obviously I couldn't do everything when I was seven. um, And he knew that too. So he helped and guided me along the way, which was nice. But uh, yeah, that's kind of how it started. I just had this spark for it and I wanted to do it. So, so yeah. And that's really, 
That's really interesting because the first thing that came to my mind when you say that is just the shift in our generation. Because when I was your age, like I think YouTube had just started, but the access to it was like specifically on computers. And this is back when I think Firefox was still around. <laughs> That's an old browser. I think AOL was still popping back then. You know, Google wasn't, I mean, it was big, but it wasn't quite what it was today. And I think, you know, because of that, you know, the access to YouTube wasn't as easy to get to when we were at such a young age. But now, you know, you've got kids running around with tablets and their parents' smartphones, and they're so easily exposed and influenced both positively and negatively by YouTube and mm -hmm. TikTok and Instagram and, you know, all these things. And for your case, like for you to be inspired at such a young age, I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. And I, I do have to ask, though, as a YouTuber myself, when, at that point, who did all the editing? And at what point did you start taking over? Okay, so at that point, my dad was doing the editing because obviously I had no idea how that worked. I was just wanting to make the videos and have fun. So that's what I was doing. Um, and obviously, um, my dad was busy, so he couldn't like make a video as often as I was like I was as I would want. Um, I was like, Dad, can you do one next week too? And next week, he's like, I got things to do. I can't do that. Um, so then he helped me just every other month do one and that was nice of him but then by the age of like nine or ten i think it was i was like okay i want to take over this now i'm going to learn how to edit and i'm going to do this so um he kind of showed me the ins and outs of editing and then i was like okay i know how to film now i have a camera i can do this i have a background i'm just going to start filming and then i filmed the videos then i edited them all myself and posted them they weren't the greatest back then, I will warn you, but um, we all start somewhere. So that was a great learning experience. And now after doing that since 9 or 10, I'm here. So that's fun. So 10 years old <clears throat> yeah. is when you officially became an independent YouTuber. Independent, yes. <laughs> yeah. that's was there, was there ever any of those moments for you where it was like, you know, this is like a groundbreaking like this is where i officially know i can do it on my own was you know like you talked about like kind of that gray area mm -hmm. was there ever i think you know what i'm getting at um well just after editing a few videos i was like okay i kind of see how this works now um and getting the feel for it so after like my first hundred videos i feel like i was like oh i can do this i can really improve and be like some of the better people. So I feel like I'm finally at that stage right now where I can just do whatever and I feel like I can be decent at it. So, yeah. Okay. So for those of you listening that don't know Katie or her YouTube or any of her couple Instagram accounts, what kind of videos are you known for? Obviously, you've had your uh, not quite testimony videos, but your, I guess, scoliosis journey videos. Uh, I mean, what else do you do on YouTube? Um, so I actually just changed my channel kind of to more coaster related stuff, but I still want to do like personal stuff. So on my channel, I have like a lot of DIYs, crafts, travel videos, um, lifestyle videos, obviously scoliosis videos, NHRA drag racing videos. Um, but like I said, right now it's more like theme park and coaster videos because that's what I'm really into. So yeah, you can find a lot of that. Awesome. And then we'll give you a chance later to like link all your socials and whatnot. Okay. So... That's great, you know, watching the Lord, like, just, 
use you in so many great ways, as I've already stated before with like your scoliosis journey and the way you were still able to ride roller coasters and, you know, avoid the majority of the pain for the most part. Yeah. And you're able to keep your joy and witness to so many people. Now, I just think that's great. And then especially that you wanted to start making content at such a young age. So with all that said, like, if you could give your story a theme, what would it be? Okay, so I thought long and hard on this because I've been through, for my age, I feel like a good bit. So I was like, I want to make this as perfect as possible. So I thought of being committed to my faith, my adventures, and whatever life may bring. So, yeah. It's amazing. And, you know, we what is a biblical application there? And if... If you don't have the answer for that, me and Donnie can help you out here. But if you have a biblical application for that, I mean, even Philippians 4.13, how how yeah. does that correlate with what you went through and what you still go through in your life? Because even though you might not still currently have that scoliosis struggle, like we're still going to face hard times. It's just yeah. part of life. Um, I just think don't lose faith. Look to God for all your worries and just look to him for strength and peace and comfort and he will guide you and don't be afraid to look to him because he wants to help you. Amen. So now we're going to get to our next segment here and this is where we asked some of you guys, the listeners slash viewers, if you guys had any questions for Miss Katie here. Let's take a look at some of those questions. All right, so here, um, as Ryan said, we have some questions that we asked some of you on our Instagram stories, and um, some of you responded. We're so thankful for all those who sent in questions. We'll go ahead and share some of these. The first question we have here is, who is your favorite coaster YouTuber, or this could be any YouTuber at all, and they have a part two that we'll ask right after this question. So who's your favorite um, YouTuber? Okay, so I'm going to go favorite coaster YouTuber currently at the moment, theme park predictions and more. His predictions yeah. and speculations are just so spot on. I love it. And his videos, the way he does them, it, it's just amazing. So I love so many coaster YouTubers, but he's pretty up there right now. And then overall, I really love Mr. Beast. I know he's popular, <laughs> but um, I just I just think he's great and he's doing awesome. So I like his work. Yeah, I love theme park predictions, especially oh, with all the Epic Universe content right now. I'm so excited for that part. Yeah. But um, I've got a confession yeah. here. I uh, I have never once watched a Mr. Beast video. What? All right, we're gonna remove Ryan from the studio here. <laughs> I've seen I've seen enough of the guy on commercials and Instagram, and I know he gives people a bunch of free crap and. Makes people compete for more free crap and gives them so many, like, if you do this, this will happen. But there's also this that happens if that, you know, so many stipulations. I might have to start watching them, though. Yeah. Yeah. But the second part of that question that um, SkyGuy12Turn asked was, um, what? when was your first visit to Cedar Point? Okay, my first visit to Cedar Point... Um, was back in 2017. Nice. Yeah. And what was your favorite ride there? Top Thrill Dragster. 
There you go. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what its fate is oh, here yeah. soon. So yeah. very exciting. Uh, yes. Intrigued. All right. <laughs> yes. Um, the next question we have here is from peaceful underscore un- thrill underscore seeker, and their question was, uh, "Your favorite." Um, park and coaster as we we kind of talked about that at the beginning mm-hmm. but um, why is it that you're why, is the, why are those two things your favorites okay so Silver Dollar City is my favorite park it just has everything they do everything right I love their coasters and I love just the park in general it is so beautiful the theming's great everything's so well done there and then my favorite coaster is King Deca. Um normally I like longer rides on coasters but this is the only exception um, it is very tall and it is super fast and I love that in any coaster. Generally, the tallest and the fastest are my favorites, but this thing's just such an adrenaline uh, uh, adrenaline rush. I love it so much. Um, just the launch going to 128 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds. It is amazing and it reminds me a lot of drag racing, so that's cool too. But um, then going up to the top hat and just getting the whole view is so cool. And then before you know it, you're just fine spiraling down and then going over the camel hump and the speed intensity is just all so amazing and there's not one time i get off like not impressed because like that ride just is so amazing and i always want to get back on because i love it so much (laughs) (laughs) good answer good answer um the next one is from kenzie uh she asked what was your first coaster that you rode Okay, so do we mean first coaster total or like first big coaster? I think Why not first both. To- let's do both. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm guessing my first coaster, I honestly don't remember like first first coaster in general. It was probably like some kitty coaster, like really small. But the one that I do remember that was semi big, you could say, was um, Kingdom Coaster at Dutch Wonderland. Nice. Yeah. Cool, cool. And then one last question, and this is another Kinsey question, is what was your favorite park you visited in 2022? Silver Dollar City. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I love that park. Fair enough. Yeah. Is there any honorable mentions? Mentions? Yeah. You've honorable I visited mentions? quite a bit. I, I did visit a lot. Um, Six Flags Magic Mountain. That was good. Cool. Um, yeah, you you got to ride the X2. That oh, yeah. How you feel. <laughs> Um, it's it's definitely the oddest ride I've ridden. It's very interesting. Definitely not one of my favorites. I don't understand why people rank it so high, but I'm not judging them for that. It's just very <laughs> odd. I'll leave it at that. It's very hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, you know it is because I haven't rode it, and neither is yeah. Donnie. But, yeah. you know, you it's, went It's very to intense, park, though. Very intense. You went to that park about two months ago, and you still can't put words to describe it. That's mm-hmm. how you know you get a really janky, <laughs> bizarre ride. Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right. And as we come to a close on this week's episode, again, we thank you so much for joining us this week, Katie. Yeah. Um, I think the most important thing of right of your life mysteries and this podcast is um hearing people's encounter with jesus and how they came to know them as him as their personal savior so um we're going to give you the floor here and to just share um your testimony and how the lord uh, just has changed your life we've heard everything from uh, him being your great physician and helping you through scoliosis and how he's helped you be 
an influence to your peers uh, through um, the content you've created. So the floor is all yours, and um, just brag on Jesus a little bit. Okay, thank you. So um, basically, my testimony, I grew up always in a Christian home, um, so I've never really had many worldly influences, thankfully, and I'm very blessed for that. But um, I grew up in a Christian home, and... At this point, I was like <clears throat> five years old when I officially got saved, so I was five. But like every other weekend, I would go with my siblings to uh, my grandparents to just have a sleepover on the weekends since we were off school and stuff. So we were there for a sleepover, and every night before we went to bed, my grandfather would always take us aside and just pray with us and read the Bible and read a verse each and every night um, from the Bible. And just the one night, um, like I said, when I was five, he was like, do you know where you were going to go if you were to die tonight? And I said, no. So he took me aside and said, do you want to know? And I said, yes. So he gave, he took the Bible and he showed me how we can get to heaven if, and become, how we can get to heaven and have Jesus as our personal savior and uh, have him live in our hearts. So he opened the Bible. Um, we read through some verses and he prayed with me. And from there I got saved. And now Jesus is living in my life, and I'm very happy about that. So pretty simple, but um, I'm very blessed. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's crazy because that's, I mean, again, we'll cover this in my testimony video too, but I was definitely a lot older than you when I was saved. I was 16, and I was asked the very same question by my best friend from high school. And, you know, I think the one thing we can really take away from this, you know, like we talked about in episode one, Donnie, is how important it is to ask people these important faith-based questions because it yep. could very well save their lives. Yep. And, you know, we don't want to see any, anyone be tormented eternally. We want to see people with Jesus and have eternal hope and eternal peace and to be sanctified. And, you know, there will be a day, if you read Revelation 21, there will be a day where there will be no more pain and no more tears and he will wipe away every sorrow. And that's when we meet Jesus, so... All three of us have that same hope, and that's what we want to do here. And I just love that. Absolutely. And um, as we've stated, um, just with our overall mission of Right of Your Life Ministry, and as Katie has stated, um, the most important decision you will ever make is uh, um, accepting Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life, making him number one. And um, to have that assurance of knowing that if something happened to you today and you were to die, um, that you'd know you'd be in heaven, and uh, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow, and um, uh, we don't know if it's our day or not. So you have to make sure that you know Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior. And um, if you need help with um, understanding that, uh, feel free to reach out to us here at Right of Your Life Ministries. That's why we're here. We want to give you that hope of you, uh, that you can find in Jesus, the hope of eternal life um, that's only found in Him. So, um, yeah. This this has been a great episode, and we really appreciate you, Katie, for yeah. hopping on here. And just uh, we're thankful for uh, you joining our team here at Right of Your Life Ministries, and we're excited yeah. to see how God's going to use you and use our team to reach souls uh, for Jesus Christ. So. Absolutely, Amen. and like like I said in the kickoff video, like ever since the day you messaged me, and I felt the Lord like literally drive me to check out your YouTube channel, and I got to see like your video quality and how well like organized and put together it is and like even some of the wisdom and some of your videos is like 
it was weird. Like, I'm hearing this from, at the time, a 13-year-old. And I'm like, this is something I would hear from my grandma when she was still around. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> and, like, Katie, you're just such a awesome light. Like I, like Donnie said, I'm so, so glad that you found not only my page, but the Ride of Your Life team and that you're willing to join us with this mission. And for those of you that don't know where to find Katie, we're going to give her an opportunity right now to plug her YouTube and her Instagram and whatever else. I don't know if you got Etsy stuff going on, but... Not really. <laughs> um, so my YouTube channel is currently called Katie's Coasters, and then my Instagram is also called Katie's Coasters. So just type them in wherever, and I should pop up. So you can find me there, subscribe, follow, do whatever you would like. Um, and, yeah, I'd love to have you join the family. Awesome. awesome. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap this episode up. Oh my gosh, we cannot keep that in. <laughs> We're keeping that in, Ryan. <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh, but so we're gonna. Uh, yeah. You know what, Donnie? Been... You you wrap this episode up. I hope your voice cracks too. <laughs> all right, I'll speak very slow so it does not happen. But anyways, thank you all so much for joining us here on the Ride of Your Life podcast. Yes, I got that right. Um, yes. But you can find us also on uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Find us at theriverlifeshop.com. Um, thank you all so much for joining us today, and we will see you next week. God bless you all. You have a good week. <laughs>